There is uh, one uh, one guy I follow tweeted a joke um, where he said, uh, I shit my pants one leg at a time, just like everybody else. And someone responded with, like, uh, oh, I, I see we both had the same joke. And he's he posted uh, a few months ago, I poop my pants uh, one leg at a time, just like everybody else. That's worse. <laughs> and I would, I would say that shit is, is funnier than yeah, poop. I, in this. That joke has been punched up. That's yeah. what's, what's happened here. You're but, welcome. Uh, anyway, welcome to Podcast Response. Podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesse. <laughs> I completely forgot we were recording for a second. There. I, I got so I into this. Twitter. I was trying to. <clears throat> I was trying to uh, uh, segue it some way. You were? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was trying to wait until we were done talking because I didn't want to talk about shit on uh, shit and poop on on podcast versus yeah, podcast. Yeah, well, that's that's what it's the too episode late now. is I mean, now. Now it's the shit and poop episode. Right. Uh, my name is Eric Ivanovich. That's Piers Ray over there. Hey man. Oh, oh sorry. What'd you say? I said, hey man. Okay, <laughs> to you. Well, thank uh, I th- you. I thought you were about to introduce Jesse, and I thought I misheard you. Like, listen, I'll he get around. Be so selfish as to I will get himself. around to introducing Jesse Boros, our special <laughs> guest today, in my own good time. Jesse, please just hold on. All right, I don't need to take this from you, Eric Ivanovich. You do have to take it from me. This is my first day back. <laughs> That's my right. First day back. Uh, for listeners who don't know, uh, we had a month of Tristan Wheeler being the new permanent co-host. Uh, where is he today? It didn't work out. You know, it's just not. He's no longer the permanent co-host. Of he's no longer versus... living. You sorry? What? Nothing. Go on. <laughs> All right. I'll just have I done it. something to Tristan? <laughs> is Tristan? I don't know. Imprisoned in a parallel dimension? I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. I don't Great. know why you'd be asking me. That's two of us. I assume Jesse doesn't know Jesse! either. Jesse! Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, how's it going? It's going pretty good. How about you? I'm doing all right. Looking forward to the long weekend. That no, that's, uh, that oh, was no, that was in the past. That, yeah, that was... Oh, uh, so long till another long weekend. We also don't what am observe, I going to do? <laughs> we don't observe holidays like that here. Oh. Sorry. We shuffle them around randomly every... Like, January 1st, the first thing we do is we turn one of those, like, bingo things... And uh, we're like, okay, Christmas is going to be on. And then it rolls out. It's like March 11th. That's the new Christmas this year. New Year's is, and this is the worst one. (laughs) March 10th. Great. So the new year begins. So we just missed Christmas one year. Last year was six months long. The the really tough part is like when we have like, uh, we did like the the eight nights of Hanukkah. Yeah, we it comes out and it's like okay, so the 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 last night is going to be on December thirty first. Okay, interesting. And then on January first, we roll the the next eight days of Hanukkah, and it starts at January first. We're like, so we're gonna have sixteen days of Hanukkah in a row. Who designed this system? Absolutely brutal. Terrible. No time to shop. Too too many days right. in a row. Um, if and I'm know, just exhausted. If you know somewhere that you can get eight gifts. Late night, December thirty first. That's to not start Amazon. For January first, that is an Amazon. <laughs> don't support Amazon. People. Don't support Amazon. Even if we wanted to support Amazon, they they don't deliver here. All they, right. Yeah, because we're out on a. For listeners who don't know, we are on a, a series of oil rigs that we've decided to call podcast versus podcast land. Just roll um, with it. It's yeah. Just roll with it. Yeah. Most nations don't recognize us, but we recognize us, and but, and yeah. Jesse recognizes us. So that's yeah. oh yeah, the uh, the nation of. <laughs> The cave goblin, <laughs> the cave goblin caverns, yeah. recognizes you as a sovereign nation. There Thank we go. You. Yeah, see, that's that's the kind of people we can get recognition from is other micro nations. I was yeah. about to say weirdo micro nations, but we're not weird. Inhuman 
We are weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Cave Goblin Network is extremely strange. <laughs> um. Anyways, this is a podcast where we take turns pitching podcasts to each other, and at the end of the episode, we're going to vote on which podcast pitch that day is a better one, and if we agree, then we're going to quit this podcast forever, and we'll do that one instead. Well summarized, Eric. Folks, welcome to the shit and poop episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shit and poop episode. Um, what a return for me. I can't... <laughs> I feel like you planned this. I didn't. I, How could I have planned it? I don't know. I don't know, man. You're always. Yeah, I think you ascribe too much power to my, to, to me, to your brain, to my brain. <laughs> it's overpowered. It's overclocked. I've overclocked my brain. Um, gentlemen, gentlemen, what, what we all know is that it's really the Goblin King who is trying to manipulate both of you, and so Discord uh, in podcast versus podcast land. He's a bad guy. We need to so rise wise. up against him. <laughs> we need to join arms as brothers. All right. All right. Brothers in steel. Or I guess today is brothers in, in shit and poop. All right. Just loop loop that poop arm through. Oh, thank you, Jesse. Perfect. He's linked arms with me. And now, Eric, all you need to do is... I can't reach. too far away. I can't reach. All right. Well, you too can far. The listeners chair. don't know, but I'm about 20 feet away from either the you other. Easily. Yeah, he's locked himself in his own discreet room, which is really strange. Yeah, he, he, I gotta tell you, like he's changed a few things. I left for one month. I <laughs> said, "Is it going to be okay?" He said, "Yes, don't worry about it." I come back. He's put in these extra separate podcast booth for himself. He replaced <laughs> you with Tristan Wheeler. That was, I mean, he was great. Don't get me wrong. Like credit where credits due. But uh, he became permanent guest co-host real, real fast. Immediately, some would say that's like if we were married and I died. And you got married a week later. Um, it's that is more, incredibly suspicious. It's right? more like if we got ma- we got married and you went away for a month and I got married. <laughs> and then I came back. Yeah. I think it's a little bit more like if we got married. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just, I think we can all agree that's the important part of the story. Um, and then like we went out on a boat together in the French Riviera. Yeah. And then you came back alone the next day on the boat, like with a head wound being like, I don't know what happened. It's just pirate something. And like the police were suspicious, but yeah. no one could find anything. Tristan moves in to console you. Yeah. And then a month later, I show up covered in seaweed. It's like soaking wet. Yeah. Still have a chain around my leg. A Not chain. attached to anything. That was your one mistake. Wow. You slapped a chain on my leg. You forgot to put a weight on the end of it. <laughs> the chain was pretty heavy, to be fair. It was. That's why it took me a month to get back. <laughs> um, so I, I want to pitch a podcast to you. Uh, I had a formative experience when I was a youngster. Okay. I was reading a book. It was like a, a book of gross facts. Right. It was, I don't know like what like who the audience for that book is. I guess it's just like young people who want to want to read about facts but one of the facts in this book was when you flush a toilet all the 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 particles that are in that toilet go into the air correct um and there wasn't a lot of like scientific backing up of this fact in the book right but it stuck in my head and i for forever i decided that i will never ever flush a toilet while the seat is still up uh, I have the exact same philosophy because I'm afraid of my toothbrush bristles getting coated. Yeah, same. Because that is an actual true thing. Yeah, I, I have saw seen an episode of Mythbusters God. eventually. Yeah, but the well, the the unfortunate thing is that they did on Mythbusters they did a test where they left the seat up and they did as as a control they left the seat down, and the there when they left the seat up there was more fecal matter 
on the toothbrushes after flushing. Right. But even with the seat down, there was still fecal matter on the on the toothbrushes. Which after... is why you always rinse your toothbrush before <laughs> and, you begin using it. Yeah. But even even with the seat up or down, elsewhere in the building, they were getting fecal matter. <laughs> right. Fecal <laughs> like, matter is just everywhere. So yeah. it's... You can't... Yeah, the, the the fact was, um, it, it was formative for me. And I, I still, even though I know that it doesn't actually matter, like no matter what I do, even if I don't use the toilet at all, fecal matter will just accumulate. Right. Um, it's still case, like... just inside of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. He just gets a tube, <laughs> plugs it into the wall once a day. I mean, you guys are on an oil, right? You can shit off the side. I do. <laughs> Constantly. Eric begs me to stop <laughs> you always shit off the one side and it's not making it into the ocean it's just like piling up at the at the 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 support for the there's yeah, just like a big I, pile there now Wait, i know this why you guys I'm, have so many seagulls it's a big part of it it's a <laughs> big big part of it but what eric doesn't realize is like land it's the one thing they're not making anymore <laughs> i see yeah. except for me um, so I guess my podcast pitch is a podcast for a show where we talk about formative experiences that we've had as youngsters. And I guess specifically it would be called... related to shit or no, no, I, it's the shit and poop episode. So I thought I would bring up like a shit and poop formative experience, right. but we could talk about any sort of formative experiences. This would just be called the youngster hour and it'd be a podcast. It'd be an hour long. We'd come in and we'd talk about formative experiences that we've had as youngsters. Okay. I like that. Um, I love a good formative experience. I have one. None spring to mind. Um, I, I have one. So, uh, And I was told for the longest time that this couldn't possibly have happened. So I was like three or four years old. I was like out playing with my neighborhood friends. And we were like out by some like bushes and stuff. And we were like moving these leaves. And we found this like huge beetle. Like I remember it being like very large. A wheel? Beetle. Beetle. Okay. Like, I remember being very large, but again, I was like this big, so yeah. everything was huge. Um, and so for years and years, I was like, well, that can't be possible. There aren't any big beetles like that in BC. Right. Uh, I have a friend who is an entomologist. There are beetles that big in BC. What? I told okay. him about it, and he was like, oh, yeah, no, that probably totally happened to you. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So you just, you assumed it was like a dream for most of your life. People told me that it couldn't have been real oh my god like probably also again three very yeah i'm so, like i was not nearly the, the like six and a half foot person i am now right like right so frustrating i guess like adults are like okay it's like yeah right, no Jesse. you didn't see a giant beetle <laughs> like well actually i saw what was probably like a three inch beetle which is pretty big yeah especially when here. you're only three pretty feet large, tall yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, that reminds me of another formative experience that I've had as a youngster is, uh, one time me and my cousin were playing in our, our grandparents, uh, yard and she stopped me. She's like, Eric, hold on. Look right over there. There's a bee and a wasp. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't know there was a difference between a bee and a wasp. She said, yeah, the bee will only sting you if you are aggressive. But the wasp will sting you if you're not aggressive. And I, and I was like, what do we do then? <laughs> it's just like, we got to run. And we like ran away. Yeah. And that instilled in me forever uh, a sense of powerlessness, a sense <laughs> that nothing I do matters, and a sense of like uh, overwhelming dread for the rest of my life. So that was very formative yeah. for me. I mean, Damn. I'm glad you learned that early. <laughs> yeah. Like, welcome to the sea of chaos that <laughs> yeah. is life. Yeah. I mean... 
Yeah, the only thing I would add to that is that, like, a wasp will attack you whether you're aggressive or not aggressive. It'll yeah. attack you no matter what. And if you kill it, it'll summon more wasps. Oh, my God. Um, actually, okay, that reminds me yeah. of a formative experience. Yeah. Uh, I'm outside. I'm, like, I don't know, seven, maybe. Yeah. Outside in the backyard, place in Calgary. And uh, we have a ladder around the side of our house. Uh, and it's up weird because there's one window, like, on the third floor of this house that... If you need to get into, you can like wedge it open if you can find a ladder to get up there. So yeah. we guess we're doing repairs on it or something. Or just leaving it. Maybe someone just needed to get inside. I know I had to do that a few times. But uh, I was like, I'm going to move this ladder, being a kid. Yeah. And uh, so I started to move it and then felt like a pressure on the top of my head. And I was like, what the hell is that? And then I like looked down and blood is just forming all over my shirt. And I'm like, oh, and so like being a kid, I'm having like a full blown panic attack. Right yeah, I'm screaming. Turns out there was a hammer on the ladder. <laughs> so when on I the tried top to move the ladder, yeah, like on that on the shelf part. Yeah. So when I tried to move it, it fell off, hit my head, burst it like open, oh, and so there's like a blood fountain. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Like it's just stitches. No permanent brain damage, as far as I could tell. Sorry, <laughs> 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 sorry, words. Um, as far as I can tell, like. It was like a really like a pretty minor yeah. injury, but it's like, you're just like, I'm just going to move this like a foot to the left. And then the next thing you know, you're in the hospital getting stitches, which is just reminds me of your, your chaos thing. There's even without knowledge, like, there's just things you cannot anticipate or prepare for. I mean, who taught your parents ladder etiquette? This is the first thing I learned when I got to, when I went to a job that I had to use a ladder sometimes. Don't right. put a tool up at the top of a ladder. I think it was probably a house guest. I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame a house guest. That damn I blame house guest. We should track him down. And <laughs> why did that house guest have a hammer in the first place? Well, he was probably just borrowing ours. Yeah. And he was probably just doing some repairs around the house to thank us for uh, putting up with him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some job he did. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a pretty good pitch, Eric. It's a pretty good pitch. Mm. I mean, I enjoy talking about my youth, informative experiences. Don't enjoy talking about scat though. And I feel like that's all I've heard about today. So. Everyone is Jonas is a live-streamed, competitive role-playing podcast hosted by me, Doug Vandalay. Me, Eric Ivanovich. And me, Talia Murdoch. On twitch.tv forward slash cavegoblins every Monday at 7.30 p.m. PST. Jesse, do you have a pitch? Yeah, moving away from Scat, uh, I'm going to no, pitch a show can't. called uh, This or That. Okay, well, now oh, we have to get it back to... This is the shit or poop episode. <laughs> shit and or. Sorry, shit and or poop. So um, this is actually inspired by something that happened in the network Slack a little while ago. Okay. Where Doug popped up and was like, I feel like these people are these fantasy creatures. Oh, yeah, when he assigned us all races. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was Which fun. was uh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's... this... This or that is a show expanding on that idea okay. where we, we come in, we choose a general topic or thing, like uh, let's say uh, cookies. Okay. Um, and then we we each decide and try and assign like which of us would be which thing in that category. I love mm. that. Yeah. That's a great idea. It's um, a great conversation starter because I, I like when people do that, yeah. but it is also like galling if they don't say exactly what you want. <laughs> and even if they say what you want like then sometimes i'm still not satisfied i'm like why didn't they say this other thing as well yeah. why didn't they say i'm a dragon as well as a wizard i don't get it <laughs> how about this right if we're yeah. all cookies yeah Piers would be an oreo because he loves milk you know what that's probably true yeah. although I... oreos though one of the few vegan cookies Really? So yeah. There is no dairy right. in those. Got it. That makes so sense. So Jesse would be an Oreo, and you would be you would be Jesse would be an Oreo because he's vegan. 
Uh, I, Piers, I'm not, but okay. <laughs> almost, almost. Almost. Yeah, out of, on a sliding scale of eating meat to vegan, yeah. you're the farthest to the vegan side. Yes. Or I'm right. in the middle where I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. Uh, Piers, uh, you would be a chocolate chip cookie because you love milk. Right. Yeah. I, yes, I love animal derivatives. Yeah. I think they're great. That's okay. That's fair. Okay. I'll take it. Uh, especially because you said chocolate chip, not chocolate chunk. You pre- You don't like chocolate chunk? I think it's too much chocolate. I think it overpowers the cookie. I think it's essentially the same amount of chocolate. I completely I, disagree. I also disagree. I feel like, and even if it was like the same amount, yeah. having it put into these bits where you're like, oh, I just want some soft cookie. Oh, now I got to work my way through this gross chocolate. <laughs> yeah. 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 All oh, right. What a chore. If uh, I was to say, I mean, I'm going to get this one out of the way. You're not a ginger snap. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Eric, what cookie would you be then? I don't think we pick for ourselves. Oh, I think, no, wait, yeah. I thought we assign other people. Oh, yeah, okay. only Sorry, other people. This, you tell us. This yeah, is see, my, my thought was that, like, we would all... Yeah, let's do this, actually. Everyone will assign, kind of assign everyone else, and in the end, we can try and pitch what we think we would be. Okay. Okay, yeah. okay yeah. I'm into that. Well, then, yeah. Eric, you got to finish you you two. No, he... No, he at, he... the at the end, after we all go, we can all then try and come back. Let's, let's okay. do that. Okay. So I wouldn't be a ginger snap. No, which I'm getting out of the way, because it's the first thing I thought of looking at your glorious red beard. <laughs> and I'm like, that's two on the nose, two on the yeah. nose. Let's go deeper. Let's go... Let's go pull back the first layer of the cookie, see what's inside it. I'm going to go with something with walnuts. It's like a little earthy, little little granola crunch to it. Mm. I do I'm... like a good walnut cookie. Because Jesse lives on the earth. He's an earthling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes i'm going to go with that um eric uh-huh what's a what's a dark bitter cookie okay <laughs> eric's smiling broadly at me which is swinging my vote back um i'm gonna say you're a peanut butter cookie that's true wow really <laughs> yeah i'm not allergic to peanuts so that does make a, a lot perfect, of sense uh perfect match for me i see that we have different metrics yeah. here okay uh, see, that's that's interesting. Whereas I think you're onto something with the peanut butter for Eric, yeah. but I think he's actually a chocolate peanut p- peanut butter pie Oreo. Wow, that is I've never even heard of that. They're very good. They're they're chocolate Oreos with like a peanut kind of peanut and chocolate icing in the center. Okay, I like that. Yeah, hmm. I like that. Why? Why am I that? I don't know. It's, I just, just, it's like just like the first image that was summoned to my mind when I thought of Eric as a cookie. It's because I'm tasty. I, have I a mean, delicious come on! You could say that about pretty much all of these cookies, as long as they don't have raisins. I like raisins in, in cookies? cookies. Yeah. Are you insane? No, I I understand. I understand why people would not like that because like a cookie should be like a treat. Mm-hmm. But I like I I like raisins, and I, I I like a nice soft cookie with raisins in it. I like raisins a lot. You give me a box of raisins, I'm as happy as a pig in poop and or shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> We brought it back. <laughs> keep keep it going. Um, but like when you put raisins in other foods, I, there's so few like coleslaw. Great. You throw raisins in. It's garbage. Rice pudding. One of my favorite desserts. You put raisins in it. It's garbage. Like it's so weird, man. I, I can't think of a single food where I add raisins. Like to me, raisins are like something you eat on your own. Maybe in a salad. Oh, man. Maybe. See, I like raisins in a cookie if the cookie is also like has some spice to it. Okay. So, like, you know, you get some, you know, kind of the the classic kind of pumpkin spices, which are shouldn't include pumpkin. That's not what it, the flavor is. Right. <laughs> um, but like, you know, you get some, you know, cloves in there, maybe some nutmeg. Like, so it kind of has this warm, flavorful feeling, and then the 
raisins are just a little bit of sweetness to count to balance that right i'm into it yeah but just like a plain sweet or like oatmeal cookie that's kind of bland with raisins i just i'm not here for it no it's bland no it's extra chewing eric it's not extra chewing. It's so much extra work. I don't even. <laughs> it's not. Okay. Oh, hold on. You're you're disparaging raisins for no good reason. It's not any e- easier or harder to chew a chocolate chip than it is to chew a raisin. All right, we're 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 getting off track here. Uh, I think that uh, Jesse, you have to assign some cookies now. Yeah, I have to assign. Well, I've done Eric. I yeah. need to assign one for you, and this is harder because I I do see Eric more often. I get it. We um, don't know each other as yeah. well mm. as much as I would love. I'm gonna to think. I'm gonna say a caramel Tim Tam. Not too shabby i'm into that yeah that's a great cookie to be yeah mm. i like tim tams you like tim tams eric don't know what that is it's an australian cookie yeah it's a i'm not sure if it's australian or english it's probably both but sure. you can get them here um but they're kind of like a bunch of wafers stacked on each other in like a chocolate coating uh so the caramel one just has an additional layer of caramel uh, but the so nice like kit yeah they're mm. flaky they're sickeningly sweet yeah. they're not as they're not like they are softer than a Kit Kat, I would Definitely. Um, but the great thing about a Tim Tam is you can do a Tim Tam slam with them, which is something that Doug and Talia taught me, where you bite a little corner off of each edge and then, like, drink coffee or hot tea through it just until you feel it come through the Tim Tam to your mouth. Yeah. And then you shove it in your mouth and it, like, basically melts into nothing in your mouth. And it's That's awesome. pretty cool. Yeah, it's I like great. That. that seems like a lot of work to eat a snack, though. Well, you don't have to do that to eat them. They're delicious on their own, too. Yeah, I, I, no would, I would probably just eat them the, the traditional way. Just, like, put them in my mouth and chew. <laughs> you know what my, probably my favorite cookie is? I don't know if this qualifies as a cookie. You know Stroopwaffle? I would count that as a cookie. You would count that as a cookie? Yeah. This is another... Leave it on the Yeah, the you coffee, leave right? it on top of the coffee cup until it, like, softens up, and then you can eat it like this delicious... Do you know what I'm talking about, Eric? No. Those, like... Okay. They're, they're like, Belgian. Dutch. But that, they're probably Dutch, actually. Not you know Belgian. what? mush them all together <laughs> all those cookie countries yeah. belgium luxembourg <laughs> switzerland the netherlands all the chocolate places yeah mm. um i've never had a waffle the way you're supposed to eat it which is over the coffee or the tea i've only just had them like cold yeah I they're guess. good cold they too. are they're delicious cold but they like so if you don't get just the right brand and they're yeah. cold they like can like snap and they're like kind of messy but if you heat them up oh it's so much easier but it's so much work Okay, so it's almost as much work as raisins. <laughs> so uh, we've gotten to the point where we now have to like try and argue our case for what cookie we think it would be. Would you like to go first, Peter? Absolutely, I'd be shortbread because I'm thick. <laughs> it's a dense. Not thick. It is the densest of cookies. All right. Um. So we've for me, I'm either what a, a peanut butter chocolate Oreo. Yeah. Or what did you say I was? A peanut, just a peanut butter cookie. I said just straight a peanut butter. You can, and you don't have to stick to that. I think that I am a complex individual. I have layers that I contain multitudes. I do can I do contain multitudes. Is the thing about me. That's the thing about me. Is I contain multitudes. Are you saying you're a compost cookie? I'm no a compost. Compost cookies are delicious. You put like peanut or you put uh, potato chips in there. You put pretzels in there. You put chocolate in there. You put caramel drizzle on top. I thought you were calling it like a mud pie or something. I was like, like something a child would eat, like a child's (laughs) garbage cookie. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm saying that I'm the peanut butter chocolate Oreo that you said because there's. Two, there's three layers. That's so true. I have like the the hard exterior. People meet me at first and they're like, oh, this guy's abrasive. I'm not sure I'm into him. But then once you take that off, I have a soft, creamy peanut butter chocolate side to me. And people are like, oh, this he's soft and creamy. And then once you get that away, at the very core of me, 
there's the hard abrasive side that you, <laughs> that you initially thought. You were right the whole time. Yeah. yeah. But now you've spent all this time eating my cookie. Yeah. You're committed. Jesse? Uh, so I am uh, a ginger molasses cookie. Oh, like. yes. So um, ginger, because I've got, I do have a little bit of bite, but I am largely just fairly sweet. Yeah. And on occasion, I'm a bit dense. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty That's, good. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I like this game. I like this game. It's a good game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know about it as a podcast. I would rather just like play it as like a drinking game. Like just in just in regular well, everyday see, life. I, I right? feel like ideally with this, this is that we would get guests on too. Hold on a second. Right. Isn't this is that a show? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Isn't that already a podcast on the CBC? Whatever CBC. Their podcasts don't count. Look, all I'm saying is, could we call it that is this? <laughs> Yes. All right. That is that, this. I like that better because it's just slightly more awkward to say. It's really strange. It does not feel natural at all. Yeah. That is this. Which makes it easier to remember. Are these they? <laughs> um, Piers, you better pitch a podcast very quick. Oh, why so quickly? Just because we've been recording nearly half an hour already. Got it. Okay. Here's a real simple idea for you. It's called the Humanure Podcast. And um, this is something I worry about a lot. When I think about... Uh, like people on the face of the earth and like the damage we do to it. I th- I was thinking the other day, like we've talked about this, like bodies and embalming. Right, Eric? Sure. I'm lo- sorry. I'm looking right at you and you're just like dead eyeing me. Um, sure. We I'm have pro- talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I believe you. Okay, fair it's enough. It's just, it's hard to remember <laughs> so many episodes. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> just in general, we've talked about like embalming and like the how bad that is for the environment because you're basically just like filling a meat sack with toxins, then putting it in a box and waiting, it's basically just a bunch of little bombs under the ground waiting to seep poison out. Uh, so mm. we talked about like better ways to dispose of that kind of stuff. And uh, I think that the Humanure podcast would be a guide to <clears throat> helping people deal with the rest of their bodily waste <laughs> in, a, in a more productive way. Like how to convert your own human waste to fertilizer. Uh, how to build mm. like an old-fashioned medieval style outhouse where you have to like there's like a little opening on the back of it and someone has to go get like a big wooden scoop and fill a wooden bucket <laughs> with the leavings <laughs> and then dump it somewhere else. Hmm. And I, I think that every episode, like me and Jesse would discuss elements of it. And then we would go to our man in the field, Eric, who would be <laughs> like carrying out the experiments. I see. Um, so like, we'd be like, okay, Eric, you know, how's the vat going today? The, the vat, the vat of, uh, yeah. of human manure. Like, is it ready to fertilize? How's the potatoes growing? Can we add other manure to Does it have to be human? Um, no. We are specifically trying to figure out, like, because, like, animal manure isn't so damaging. I think, oh, I see. You know what I mean? I think maybe we could add, like, manure that pets might create. That is a great idea because that is, like, tons of waste. And I yeah. know that dog manure, like, <laughs> dog manure. <laughs> I know dog manure is not, uh, it's not great no. for the environment. Yeah. And, well, and it's just something where, like, I would argue that if if it if we have a pet, yeah. their waste is effectively goes our under waste. our uh, goes under the umbrella of our waste. I yeah. would agree, yeah. and it's like when we produce a lot of it, and the way that human like pet waste is normal and human waste, the way human and pet waste is normally dealt with is it's wrapped up in a little plastic bag and thrown into whatever garbage is nearby. Yeah, I don't know how you guys use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> not quite that way, but 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 that's not important. Okay, well, just you wait because I'm going to bring you guys around to this idea. Okay, um, I'm not a scientist. 
No, we don't need. We don't need you to do the science. We just need someone in the field to to like, like our plans. We don't have. I wanted to get us a robot. I wanted to get us a field robot that we could direct, but I couldn't yeah. afford it. Uh, and I need someone to like put up the toothbrushes and well, guess take what? readings on the toothbrushes. You can't afford me either. A dollar a day. Oh, okay. You, I I didn't <laughs> think you were ready to go as high as a dollar a day. Oh, yeah. I know your price. You could afford me. I yeah. know your price, my friend. Um. All right. Well, I hate it. It sounds like it's not a lot of fun for me. It sounds like it's not even like a lot of fun for you two, but it sounds like it's anti-fun for me. <laughs> I feel like we could have fun with this. I think we would have a lot of fun with that because like... I don't know, Eric. Hey, Eric. Maybe, uh, maybe there's better nutrients at the bottom of the vat. <laughs> oh, good point, Pierce. Yeah, we need you to really get in there and stir it before, and like kind of make it a slurry before pulling it out. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> I've given you a variety of vats. Not all of them have like stable footing, but this is all just part of the experiment. <laughs> oh, I see. Right. Um, Eric's very annoyed right I'll now. be voting for my <laughs> podcast. I don't think that yours was very good, and uh, well, Jesse's, I think, would be a better drinking game. I think Jesse's would be the best drinking game, but mine would have the best ultimate benefit to humanity, and I feel like you know, I'm offering <laughs> yeah, to pay true. you to help people. <laughs> I feel like selfish. my game is obviously superior because I don't really drink, so I can't play it as a drinking game. <laughs> That's, you know what? I feel like none of us really do. I drink. Much. You I, had, I had two beers last night. Jesus, I didn't know you were back in the game. I'm I'm back on the sauce, baby. <laughs> Batting down the hatches. Sons, lock up your daughters. Daughters, lock up your sons. Don't don't lock anybody up. I'm not going to be... I had two beers last night. I'm not going to be coming and attacking you. All right, sit, settle down, man. Sit down. Jesus Christ. Let go of me. Fuck. All right. Uh, so that's a tie then? Uh, yeah. Pretty much, that's a three-way tie. Yeah. yeah, just the way I like it. Means we'll be back here next week with even more great ideas. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, if you want to hear more of Jesse, uh, what, what should they do, Jesse? Uh, yeah. They should listen to DMs of Vancouver, where me and Sean Hagen, who you guys really, we really got to get him out to one one of these sometime. Oh, he's coming up. Nice, he's uh, coming up. We uh, we talk to DMs and GMs about running tabletop games, um, and you can also hear me on. Uh, DM's Test Kitchen Chef's Night, where I, for the first season, am playing one of the characters in the campaign, and then in the second one am, I guess, a narrative device? It's interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to find out about that. And that's on the Cave Goblins Podcast Network. No, not DM's Test Kitchen is not. DM's yeah. Test Kitchen yeah. is not. They are their own discrete, I guess, network. They've got two shows and are working on a third. Oh, cool. Yeah. Two shows is a network, in my opinion. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. That's why the, the TV Donut Network uh, is a network. It's I got see. two shows, even though they, I believe they've both finished at this point. They have both finished at this point, and I'm looking at trying to bring him over to Cave Goblins. <laughs> Which would be nice. Yeah. 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 Um, anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.